captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for Season 4, Episode 17, Spider Hunt. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I am joined by the titular old guy, Akiva Winokur. How's it going? Yeah, see, I put it on you. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm doing great. Can I make a prediction? Okay. I'm not sure we, we ever talk about New Girl today. Do you have a lot on your mind? No, I, it's funny. I don't have that much on my mind, and we just talk before. Sometimes we get into it. We just talk beforehand. I think I just don't. I just have less to say about this episode than most other episodes. I, I do have a wee amount of notes, so no, we but, we can talk about the episode for an hour. I I just I don't know. No, I'm fine. I mean, I you know, it's as usual. I think it's a springboard mm-hmm. to a, a a podcast story exchange romp. Uh, it's a sp- springboard. Okay, that's fair. I had something um to correct from last week, but I forgot. But you, by the way, Keith, you never told us how many states you've been to, but I do have an update. I think I said twenty five in DC. I'm actually at twenty six in DC. I forgot about Ohio. The, the, here's my problem. Some of the like, I'm. I think I've been to Vermont, but I'm not a thousand percent sure. But I think I have. I Akiva, think I've been to Maine. Same but I'm exact. Not- same exact vermont exact like i was like i have to have been there Uh, like the teddy bear bear thing is there the teddy bear thing like the vermont teddy bears that's like a whole oh yeah yeah yeah. i think yeah so i think i've been to like certain places but i'm not sure so about 20 in in dc okay all right glad we a lot of people were hot asking about that i know i I, now people can finally sleep People, people have written in and asked about. Uh, no, no one writes in. Um, that's not true. People did write in and ask a, a good amount of questions about Spider Hunt. Originally aired February twenty fourth, twenty fifteen. I don't keep. You should get to the digest. You, you, I feel like you set a high bar that we would schmooze, but I don't. No, have no, we to could. Say to you. It would be funny if this is like the most on topic episode we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, Spider Hunt. There's a spider loose in the apartment. They try and devise plans to to catch a spider. Meanwhile, uh, Cece's feelings for Schmidt are growing stronger, and she tries to keep them from Jess. That's about it. All right. Um, Nick's – here's something we really have to discuss. So Nick is making the sauce for Fawn to come over, and it's I think it's kind of a funny shtick that, like, Schmidt's like, yeah, yeah, I would never normally have Nick do this, but, like, the sauce. It's amazing. Um Matt Stewart says, what's your go-to recipe? I want to pivot that to talking about Keith. You uh, you were a baking influencer this week. Yes. Well, it is funny because uh, someone came over to me at work who follows me on Twitter and it's like, oh, I saw you made like apple strudel. Looked nice. And I was like, yeah, well, I sent it to one person who said it looked nice and then one person said it was raw. And now I think it was probably really bad. Okay. Listen, here's what I have to explain. So first of all, Dr. Amanda is the one who sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And I was very offended that you would go to Dr. Amanda in lieu of me. Yeah. I I, I, it's yeah, a little shtick. Have we forgotten that? I, I didn't forget it. I mean, honestly, I think probably because it was part of her nap tweet is probably why I didn't tweet it at you. 
a likely story. I know. So I, I think that's what it was. Fired. I don't remember. I wasn't like, ooh. Plus, I would, you know, you do follow me. Like, I feared, I figured you'd probably see it anyway, if I thought about it at all, which, to be honest, I probably didn't. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I can understand why someone would go to Dr. Amanda, for sure, because... I feel like she's, she's been prolific. posting more baking content recently than you have, you know? Yeah, but back in the day, I was synonymous with RHAP and baking. Oh, for sure. I think you still, I think you still are. I think, I, I think, also, like, maybe subconsciously... I probably knew, like, Amanda, even if it's the grossest thing in the world, would probably lie and say it was nice. Well, and you would tell me, me the truth. <laughs> I, am the, I am the epitome of the first they're sour, then they're sweet. Like, you know, so Amanda said this, like, really nice response. And I wrote, primed to be agitated. I wrote, it's raw. <laughs> but then I wrote to you, like, actually, really well done, Keith. Like, very impressed. That's mm -hmm. hard to work yeah, with for a sure. puff pastry, whatever. So, but like publicly, it's the bit. And Dr. Amanda revived the the age old kebab versus cupcake debate, mm -hmm. which was Haven't that even that NGOG, or did we say that on? I think it's NGOG. Yeah. Wow. We've been really at this. You. A long we time. say it differently. You say NGOG, and I say NGOG. NGOG. NG. Yeah. That's <laughs> I how think I, I was say like it. trying to swallow some water while I said NGOG. Mm -hmm. Well, and it was that's like but a... you're usually chewing something while you say it. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I was. The water was chasing the popcorn. And I got a little in, involved. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll delete that. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, well, that was good. How did it turn out? I mean, I did also, I downloaded the Renap episode because it's Mara's favorite Renap episode. So it's like, well, I've got to listen to that. It, it is like a funny idea, um, like self-improvement. Maybe it should be somebody's <laughs> show. Like, what, what if someone, if you're a, a young, you know, world listener out there and you're like, I want to start my own podcast. A, you like, don't. There's way too many podcasts. But if you did, like, I wonder if that would be a funny bit. Like, one week, like, you try a diet, and another week, like, uh, you know, you only drink water, and another week you do exercise a zillion times. I don't know. Every so week you try some type of self-improvement. What happened in the 10-day turnaround? Is that not going to expand into a podcast? Well, I think the 10-day turnaround could be a podcast. I think this is a different show, though. I think this is for someone who's, like, trying the different fads and diets and something every week. We're just smash cutting to success. You're taking the <laughs> long route, you know? <laughs> I, sma the smash cut to success is a good time, a tagline. Yes, smash tagline. cut to... Tagline, what did I say, timeline? Oof. Smash that cut to success, that's us. Um, clearly, as I sit here in my pajamas holding a microphone. Um, yeah, I like that idea. I, I would bet that somebody's doing that. Uh, yeah, no, it pro there's probably 10 podcasts like that. I had a podcast idea uh, with Rob, and Rob said immediately, like, oh, I just saw somebody else did that. And it didn't come from them, but it's like, I don't know. Now, like, people have probably done our ideas, and, and you know, every show probably is copied. Someone else has probably stolen our uh, our best jersey bit that we did on 32 Fans, the three of us. Like, I don't know. what is What is, like... The appropriate like level of like, all right, twenty people have done that already. Like group think. I don't. I don't know. If someone has done it, do you have to never do it? Everything has to be a hundred percent original. Let's not get into this. Okay. <laughs> I'm we're the first new girl podcast. Obviously, we want to we knock out. We're not the first. Well, but we're the first one to go the whole the whole way, or however far we've gone. No, right? uh, someone had, uh, I believe, Apartment 4D had started before us and continues to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. Should we do a crossover I, with them? No. 
Why not? <laughs> I don't think they'd like what we're doing here. Well, what if we like uh, played it played it close to the vest? Well, have you ever listened to their podcast? What if we don't like what they're doing? I'm sure we'll hate it. Yeah, a month ago, their last episode came oh, out. Oh, do you know what? They have like 12 and a half thousand followers on Instagram. They might not even want to podcast with us. Yeah, their December 19th, their last most recent podcast came out a month ago. Season 5, episode 16. Trouble in paradise. Don't look because you could Why? get like spoilers by Well, I'm just looking at the at the tagline description. Hopefully it doesn't spoil the show. They discuss so Jill is a new girl super fan. Her ex-husband Joe has seen the show once before and her sister is a newbie. Wow. Could you <laughs> Do imagine? Do you think they were married when they started or they started this as a divorced couple? <laughs> imagine if I assume nobody ever changed the the description of their show, so I'm going to guess that they were divorced beforehand. That would be funny if they got divorced but they're like got to keep I don't, going. Yeah, they're like, you know, we we need the podcast. The world needs to hear our voice. That would be funny. Well, you and I have had a, a deal that, I mean, we wouldn't get divorced, but if our friendship should end, we immediately go to the end and we do the last podcast. Maybe last episode, a yes. Arrangement yeah. That and that we have, have a contract signed and everything. It's, it's, it's verbal. The, the woman who, the ex-wife, uh, short, lovely lady, she has two podcasts, Apartment 4D, that's about New Girl, and she has a John Mayer podcast. Do you think somewhere someone is talking about you? <laughs> like you don't know, like somebody found your thing. Some I wish I wish more people I grew up with had their own podcasts and they like talked smack about me. I would I I would love that. I don't think so, but someone somewhere it's like I'm sure people have. I stumbled on when we were first podcasting. And I was still like really enthused about like seeing if anyone was talking about me or whatever. I found a really mean review about the Seinfeld podcast and it was yeah we did a bit twice I don't remember the bit and they did most people liked it they didn't like it the first time and then they happened like the other they tried two episodes and then the second time we did it again and they he said shut it off right away I I wish I could remember what the bit was um but they really did not like it okay I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, but now it's like that was eight years ago, and I wouldn't ever search for like what people are saying about me now. Okay, um, so just at Keeve directly with things that you want to say to him because he's not looking for them. Well, I got some. I got some bad news. December twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. We hope you all had happy holidays. I mean, it's only December twenty eighth. The holidays could still take a m- turn for the worst. As we <laughs> enter twenty twenty two, it's with a heavy heart. Heart. We announced an indefinite pause on the Apartment 4D podcast. We have absolutely loved connecting about New Girl with you. What started as a fun experiment during the pandemic blossomed into a successful podcast. We never did the podcast for money or downloads, but the start of another NG podcast similar to ours with a little more... I thought it was us for a second. Uh More star power did eventually reduce our listenership significantly. Imagine if we had put them out of business. Now, I have a problem with the premise that... You first of all to be at season five, halfway through season five or whatever I said their last episode was, uh-huh. and just not take it to the finish, like um, Alex Chester is somewhere like shaking in the fetal position. Like, how do you not finish a season and a half? Yeah, it's pretty stupid. 
And when you say you didn't do it for money or listeners, yeah, but well, you're why? saying you're leaving because you don't have enough money and listeners. And they said we're going to discuss the episodes here. Well, I'm I'm here. You're not discussing. Well, the get episodes. out of there. Get out of there. No, 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 I'm just saying they they said they would discuss, but I knew that that wouldn't happen. I I know how podcasts die. Now, when did when did the podcast the uh, Welcome to Our Show start? I don't know, but it has no impact on our lives. It's so funny that they were, I guess they take the show so seriously. Well, you don't know the listeners. I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you if it impacted our listeners. Oh, okay. But I, but it but it didn't impact us. Like, it may have cut our listeners, but it didn't impact us one bit. I think that's the point. No, because we didn't do this for money or downloads. Yeah, we really don't. <laughs> I guess if you start making money and then you're hemorrhaging listeners and you're losing sponsorships, it's hard to go back to doing something for free what you were once doing for money we're continuing to do this for free and therefore right. i feel no impact if we lose listeners i'm happy the listeners are here don't get me wrong right all right uh, i'm gonna find it in a second but yeah no of course we want the listeners i haven't asked you you know how many people listen in uh, first of all I, I really don't know how many people listen to any of my three shows and i'm happy to keep it that way yeah uh brian will from time to time pester scott and ask for our numbers and then once Brian tells me he got the numbers, then I'm like, well, I guess I'll look at it. But I, if Brian never asked, which I understand why he asked, but if Brian never asked, I would never ask. Brian, if you're listening, you're a great guy. You don't don't ask anymore. Who cares what the numbers are? What 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 are you who are you to tell him not to ask? He's fine. Well, with why it. do you? I would want to know why he cares because. Well, some people like to know: is are we trending up? Are we better than last year? Yeah, year but not? it's probably Has more it about the show. It's not about coverage? the quality of the podcast. I don't think it. I don't think it matters. Um, January 2022. So it just started. Uh, Want to know something crazy? One year ago today. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> so did January 24th, did the numbers drop immediately? I would think, I would think that the numbers probably, it, it helped because we are a new girl podcast and we of course controlled the SEO for much of the year. Do you know what else is incredible? A mm -hmm. incredible coincidence? What? Is that we published a podcast January 26th. And did not publish another one until March 2nd. So it's really it's hard to say if yeah, yeah. we That's had true. a down, like, we immediately stopped putting out regular content when they started. Yes, but the, yeah, that was, um, uh, yeah, I blame Sean White and Chloe Kim. I don't, I don't, you know. But I would say our podcast maintained similar numbers to, like, when before Welcome to Our Show came out and after I think the only time we really took a downturn in listeners is when we, like, stopped producing content. Yeah, that's But fair. I like where our audience is now. You yeah, know? we Just never get a negative regulars. comment. Well, don't challenge them to give us a negative comment. No, please don't. We don't this is unpaid. If, if there's a podcast you pay for, still don't complain. But at least then you have some sort of, you're the customer. You know, here, you're just, no one's forcing you to be here. And we still grow. Like, I go back. I mean, we definitely had way more listeners in the beginning, but it's also like, I think, I suspect that podcast listening decreased generally in the pandemic, but I didn't do anything to look at that. Yeah. Well, let's ask Brian Cohen. He knows the numbers. Yeah. Well, crunch, crunch. All right. No, I didn't even mean that for a Who Weekly moment. I meant that crunch the numbers. Anyway, uh, Matt Stewart wants to know, are we fondue people? Mm, I don't eat chocolate. You know, but you know this about me? But, but what about cheese fondue? disgusting that sounds repulsive <laughs> do you think i like fondue yeah i think you're a big fondue gal you think i'm a big cheese fondue gal 
You think liquid cheese is where I'm at? Yeah, I think you're all about both types of fondue. No. Idiot. Just, just chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> idiot? See, this is what's going to happen. The people who don't like the, now they're going to come out and call me idiot. <laughs> idiot. You don't like either fondue? Cheese fondue, I, that's mayo adjacent. It's not mayo adjacent, but gloopy ah, I hear cheese you. It's is a like, texture. It's a texture. Liquid okay. cheese? I, I don't no. know why, but I thought you liked cheese a lot. You're classy. Classy people like cheese. Cla- liquid cheese is classy? No, liquid cheese, but I don't even really know <laughs> cheese fondue is, you know? Well, here's something. I had queso for the first time about a year ago, and I haven't had it since, but I will admit I did enjoy it, despite um, my best efforts. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did you? Uh, do we have a a, a, a walk to walk uh, uh, update from you? Oh, I want to quickly tell you that chocolate fondue I find to be too messy and not worth the squeeze. Like putting a skewer into hot chocolate and then dip taping out and putting it into my mouth leaves like chocolate mustache vibes, and I don't like putting a skewer into my mouth. I don't want to stab the back of my throat. So I never thought I don't about even it really like, like chocolate covered strawberries. It's like not practical. I like I I like strawberries and don't like chocolate. I'm okay with chocolate covered strawberries as long as they're not too chocolatey and I could like take off some of the chocolate. Just eat strawberries. Leave the chocolate covered strawberries. So I agree. No, I, it's actually strawberries here are hard harder to find. Yeah, walk to walk. I think so. I went to walk to walk. I mm-hmm. I put photo evidence that there are there is seating limited seating in walk to walk, which mm-hmm. is disgusting and an outrage. I agree with you. Yes. Um. And I had it, you know, here's a pro tip at walk to walk. So, like, I don't like cabbage or bean sprouts, like the extraneous vegetables. I hate them. hate them. I took so many bean sprouts, sprouts out of the, my lunch today. Forget about it. All right. So here's what you have to know. When you go to walk to walk, you have, like, noodle options. Yep. And, Protein. And then it, right, but the noodle bowls. There's like a veggie one, and then it says the type of noodles. And in small writing, it says like vegetables and egg because they put an egg into it if yep. you want. Mm-hmm. And but I was getting broccoli and mushrooms. Like I'd add your own vegetables, so I just said the noodles. You gotta tell them you don't want like the base vegetables because the base vegetables they put in are like shredded carrots and like little cabbage and like. Various, you know, foreign objects, as my dad would say, whenever you get like a curly fry and a bag of French yeah. fries, like yes. uh, UFOs. Um, so that's if I would go back, I would enjoy it more if I had said the noodles, the egg, none of your little. Wait, can you tell me your order and I'll tell you my order? Yeah, I got. Well, I think we should reveal that maybe on the podcast, but uh, that's a pro. T- I'm glad I went, did the recon to come back and tell you to make sure that you don't fall into the same trap. OK, that's good to know. And then I think, is it as good as Magic Girl? I'll tell you right now. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Because Magic Girl contains magical memories. Magic Girl, the magic of Magic Girl is you're making it yourself. Mm-hmm. You're controlling the sausage distribution. You can combine sauces. You can put as many noodles as you want. No slip-ups in terms of them adding their own vegetables, although you definitely get some unidentified objects from the grill, but that's part of the joy. Whatever the person put, went before you is going to influence your meal. <laughs> wow. um, it's a real community experience. When are we doing this? For the for the jar, season four? Yeah, we'll do it for the jar. We'll, we'll have uh, dinner and a movie. <laughs> All right, I'm excited. Okay, 
So what's your is was this apple strudel like something you've made before or are you just like really? I've like- eaten it before, and okay. uh, we were gonna make. I was supposed to make a cake, but I don't like cake. Mary's like, well, you don't like cake, and I have this um, dough. Let's just do. Let's let, why don't you just make a strudel? It's easier, and I did. And I think that's also she was like sick of me by the end. That's why I think she. Um, she's like, all right, we gotta get the you know the amateurs out of the kitchen. That's why. That's probably why it wasn't golden. You know, she just took it out a few minutes early because she was like, all right, get out of town. Did you put a, an egg wash on it or milk with a little sugar? I like to do on pie crust. I, I put sugar. I don't See, know. See, that's we did why about I milk. suspected that I said it was raw because I didn't really want to get into it. But mm-hmm. I think you didn't put a like a wash on it to to get get golden brown. Hmm. Okay. I'll ask the boss. No, she gave good. me the instructions. If it, wasn't it was raw, good. It tasted it the raw. same, honestly, as when she made it. There you go. That's the highest compliment you could give yourself. Well, it might now. Maybe I'm having second thoughts about something else. But about what? Other people's cooking abilities. No, 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 no. Don't put that out there. Anyway, television show New Girl. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know what kind of crust you use. Like, maybe that would, like, deflate the pastry. I, don't listen to me. I'm just saying it looked like a naked crust. Maybe that was the point. The thing she kept telling me, because I was, I was peeling the apples and chopping the apples, is, like, you don't want the big pieces. So I kept, like, maybe I should have chopped them smaller also. Why? Nothing was – no one said anything about the inside. No, I know, but I'm just thinking, like, in hindsight, you're right. The apple pieces got to be small. I didn't say that. Oh, I know. I'm talking. I'm talking about the other people. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You are the truest evidence that you are a true baker is that you are nitpicking things that nobody had an issue with in your own baking. Mm-hmm. Welcome to uh, the Michigas. But I will say, you know, this cutting at Coke Zero has been one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. And well, don't spoil it because I want to listen to the podcast actually. Okay, fine. I won't spoil it. All right. What producer Kelly wants to know, what is your favorite thing that you saw Nick put in the sauce? I don't even remember, honestly. Okay. Um, I did notice what Nick put in the sauce, but it's not an ingredient. IMD pointed this out, but I noticed it too, that Nick is, Nick's stirring stick is also his garbage disposal fixing stick. Oh, that, oh that's like the stick. In. That's the famous yeah. stick. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I obviously did not like when he adds bologna and mayonnaise to make it a bolognese. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mustard was was one. I tried to Google, like, Nick's sauce recipe, um, but, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty gross. Yeah, that does sound gross. Um, I did like the step one fondue, step two, do fond. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Very Nick strange. is having a Nick is having a fun time this episode. He's well, you that know... was Jess, but I still liked it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but go ahead, talk about Nick. I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> this episode didn't speak to me that much. Okay. Um, well, I think the main like plot driver here is that Jess is starting to get suspicious about why Cece has been avoiding the loft, and it's like really highlighting Cece and Winston's friendship. And we're gonna end the episode with Jess finding out that. CC is back crushing on Schmidt. Um, Matt Stewart says, how much do you love the Winston and CC friendship? Was that working or to say working for, but speaking to you at all? It was very cute. That I liked. One thing that's weird is CC is scrolling through like a social media page that seemingly is just like a Schmidt specific social media account. I like pause. I, no, like, I think that's this? his like selfies he sent her. 
Nobody had upvotes and downvotes. Oh, that's weird. And captions. I was like, well, when you send someone a selfie, like, hey, there's me. There's no upvotes (laughs) or downvotes. 16 upvotes, two downvotes. I'm like, who downvoted this? Yeah. I thought it was like him sort of like selfies, but it was like such a simpler time. It was just like him shirtless or whatever. (laughs) I did like the uh, cute little reference of um, Jess calling and saying, like, is there some another purse thing that I don't know about? Like referencing the one fight they had over the right, right, right. Yeah, we knew about the purse fight. Yeah, remember the whole episode was the first fight they ever had, and the ah, coach yeah, yeah, teaches yeah. them yes. to be yeah, aggressive yeah. instead. Yes. I do remember that. Um, so back at the loft, there is a spider hunt being, um, I don't know, drawn up. And I, this is so Jess that it's really Schmidt's thing, but then, like, she's the one orchestrating, like, are you a jar person, are you a jar man, or a, shmush, a schmusher? Yeah. Would you be a jar man or a schmusher? Yeah, Lance wants to know what makes a good schmusher or jar man. A, you gotta have good shoes. Or another smushing object. Or a smushing object, yeah. I think we're more of a podcast of jar men, if I had to say, like, what we project. Because the jar man is going to, like, put it under the jar. That's sort of, like, the most removed person. The smusher really goes in and does the dirty work. This is, like, when I was younger, I used to be a jar man. Like, I Mm -hmm. would put a, a CD. Remember those, like, if you had blank CDs and it had, like, a sleeve, like, a clear, like, top? Like a stack of like a hundred blank CDs had like a cylinder plastic yes. like top. Oh yeah, that because we don't throw item. things out. There is one of those in my house still. <laughs> well, that makes a great jar for capturing bugs to wait there until your dad gets home. But what would happen is, I would like put a spider under one of those, and then I would get comfortable with it because I was like sitting next to it for like an hour on the computer, and I was like looking at it, and then I would release it into the wild because I would create this little bond with it. Now I'm a smusher, baby. I come in and I get the job done. Mm-hmm. I don't bond I, with the animals. We have scorpions occasionally, so you have to, like, really smush those things. Okay. You are like the freaks in Arizona. I went to stay at my friend's house in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, just, like, FYI, here's, like, a black light flashlight so you can, like, check for scorpions. It'll be fine. I, I wouldn't like, tell come the, again? I guess that. Yeah, I wouldn't tell a guess that. Well, like, I like, will you kill your scorpions know. for you, you know? Well, she was like, you have to know, because you get up in the middle of the night, you don't want to step on one. What, she's like making you wear shoes around her house then? No, she was like, here's a flashlight so that if you wake up, you can put That's it around. That's a lot of sure effort. That's like, you have a lot of scorpions, you know? They live in the desert, Akiva. Okay, fine. Well. <laughs> that's When's the last time you saw a scorpion? A few years ago. But one time we like, it took us a long time to kill it. I mean, did you have to like plot and poison? Like, what it do you like mean? Came, went onto our porch and I threw a brick at it like forty times because I couldn't tell if it was dead. You threw a brick at it. Not I was 40 like thro- bricks, or you had to go retrieve the brick and throw it again. No, I. I don't remember honestly. <laughs> I, in my head, I was through the same thing. Maybe it wasn't a brick, but yeah, it was like, oh, you know what it was? Like, I threw a shoe at it. It went straight into my shoe. Oh. And so then I smashed the shoe with a brick like 40 times. Ah. That was just one of them. And and a snake. I killed a snake uh, during the Seinfeld podcast once. Were you live on air? Yeah, I think Mary yelled. I came running. It was very small, and I stepped on it. Now, did that stay in the podcast? 
I think Rob has it somewhere. I think he kept the I don't know if he still has it seven, eight years later, but I think he kept the audio of it. I don't know if it's in the podcast. I'd have to ask him. One of the greatest moments in Challenge Rehab of history is I was hunting a bug in my apartment. We left it all in the podcast. Then we mm-hmm. had to take a break because I was screaming, but it was a one for the ages, a classic. It was very fun. No, but it's, it's, it's interesting to have a record of like a really stupid moment on, on the podcast. Yeah, listen, uh, do you yeah. think do you think like your ancestors one day will listen to this stuff and be like, wow, or they won't care? Well, I've said this to you that it's really great that your kids will have this record of you. And you said, like, you don't even think people will be able to listen to it. I don't think people will be able to listen to it. And I don't think they'll care if they were. Like, if I mean, you could read. Society. Let me ask you a question. If you could read your great grandparents diary, would you? Yes. But I'm a bad person to ask. My brother probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Your brother is probably more like most people. And, and right. Like, I don't know if I would. If it was like, hey, he was like a famous person. I'd be like, okay, this is interesting. But <laughs> I, I think things just get old from generation to generation. Like, the writing and everything would be old fashioned. And you know what I mean? The things they cared about would not be things you cared about. So I think, like, the, the window for caring would be very small. God help us that, like, the way we speak today is going to be old-fashioned at some point. Like, it's the jar man for me. <laughs> like, that's going to be, like, an outdated phrase. Uh, yeah, no, I think most of the things we say are outdated. No, I think most of the things I say on Twitter are outdated now. <laughs> like, when people say, like, not this, like, that's outdated three years ago. I don't know if it's outdated. It's not, like, what about it's giving, like... It's giving schmusher. You can't still say it in 2023. It not, it's giving, they're dead. You're canceling it's giving? No, I mean, they're can- it's not me. Who am I? I'm an old dad. Speaking of telling, Brian Cohen, I'm just telling just you what's, what you know the cool people are saying. Not not that I'm one of them. I'm not. But I, okay. I, I know that they're not saying that. Did I say on the podcast that um, the British man thought that I invented it's giving? That's another benefit. You could dating. probably tell him that you invented like <laughs> hundreds of things. <laughs> dating outside of the U.S. is like, I mean, mm-hmm. he's in the U.S. and has been here for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But like it is it is it's like when I went to the Midwest and I was like a novelty. And it's like I say things. And then he actually told a gay man that I invented it's giving. And we both <laughs> laughed and we laughed. Like it was so funny. Yeah, but hopefully the guy, the guy who was like, uh, you know. He had your back and didn't didn't say anything. Oh, I was like, do you think I invented that? And he was like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> but he could probably do the same thing to you. He could probably you probably think he has like sayings and they're just like it's what the queen says. So that's what they say or something. R.I.P. It's the king yeah. now, bro. Uh, well, not yet, but I hear you. What do you mean? Not yet. He's not the king. He's not the king until the in, in, indoctrination or whatever the heck it's called. Tell that to the indoctrination. Tell that to the blokes at the bar singing "God Save the King." You know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this, this is, is not this is not a good point to get into anti-monarchy talk, right? Like I, I'm not I'm not feeling like I don't mind celebrity <laughs> gossip. But, you know, we we had a while during the pandemic. We were both listening. I know you still listen to um, what's our show? By the way. I was listening before the pandemic, and I've been listening after. I said that. You're I said that, one. but I'm saying I was listening. We were talking about it every week, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You should start listening again. What are you I doing? Would, I would. I would. I listen. I'm. I really. Who weekly I, I lost is what you're looking podcast for? Podcast time. I have this like 
obsessive thing where like there's so much music out there and if i'm like listening to stuff it's hard for me not to listen to music right now yeah that's uh, look god godspeed like that's fair like i'll I'll find some other playlist of stuff i want to listen to and it's like 200 songs and i'm like all right that's like days of not listening to podcasts you know yeah, no, I mean, that's fair. I'm not a music girly, so, like, I have nothing but time to listen to podcasts. No, ironically, musical girly, but not a music girly. Um, yeah, exactly right. Um, I did just see Common in a play, though, so bridging our worlds. Why is why is Common bridging our worlds? Because he's music, a musician, and we're talking about oh, music. Oh, okay, fine. I don't theater. know if we, like, I don't know if he was, like, a new girl, and I forgot about it or something. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Do you think Common will appear on New Girl? I think probably not, but, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. He, he seems to do a lot of different things. He was on we really, Wheels. We really uh, blew right past the one of the uh, an instant Akiva classic of calling. I believe you're looking for coronation, but I don't know if that's coronation. Like the real, that's what and I you said for. the indoctrination. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that was amazing. Coronation. Listen, I'm anti I'm not anti rule of family. I just find them so boring. It's like, you guys want to do it? Keep doing it. Just to me, it seems like loser behavior, you know? <laughs> They're in their flop era for sure. I think so. Is flop era in its flop era? Is that outdated? I think it's I think it's fine because I don't think it's overused. You know what I mean? I don't think it's cool, but I don't think it's trying to be cool. It's not starting the sentence also. Speaking of Who Weekly, uh, they were talking about how Times New Roman is in its flop era, and I was laughing for like 45 minutes. I had an hour meeting this week about a font last week. <laughs> One hour. Talk about boring. No, it was fascinating. I said I had seven meetings in a day, and I said, I said to someone after, I think this was the most interesting meeting. We did 60 minutes on fonts. And Can you it give was... us a little teaser? What was determined at the meeting? Uh... Stay with the status quo. Like most <laughs> meetings, we had to have another meeting. <laughs> we didn't finish. Uh, that's usually how meetings end, with a lot of time scheduling another meeting. But no, I, it was... Uh, yeah, but Times New Roman... I said I wanted um, Ariel, and I was told that was very old-fashioned. As a But the ringer has Ariel. Cal- Calibri or whatever is the new hotness, according to... Who but this was, like, this was more like fancy... You know, there was like hundreds of fancy fonts. It wasn't like the... These were these were like indie fonts. They weren't like the the popular ones that you get on Microsoft Word. You know. So you're you are media. You are industry. Can you confirm that Times New Roman is in its flop era? I don't know. I'm not. I was never a font <laughs> a font boy until until this week. <laughs> I never gave okay. it any thought. Change I know what I Twitter like, bio. but change your Twitter bio. Font, font boy. boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot. Like she said, Helvetica, and I ha- said, oh, there is a documentary about Helvetica. Uh, but I don't have much to like. I don't know much about fonts. Like my knowledge is, you know, what they say an inch wide and a mile. It's an inch wide and an inch deep or something. I, just, I don't know anything about fonts. <laughs> it's non-existent. It's non-existent. Um, basically. Well, here's the thing. You bragged about oh, it's fancy fonts. It's fancy fonts, and then you've mentioned Helvetica and Ariel. Well, I don't know the names because they were too fancy for me. It's like if you went to some fancy dinner and like what you eat, it's like I don't know the names. I've never had it before. I'll probably never see them again. This is blowing my mind because there the was synergy. a font. There was like there was a font website we were on, and it was basically like you put in the things you want, and it like spat out a hundred different fonts, and then you look at them with like a sentence in Latin, and you decide. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so this is so funny. You have to go back and listen to. I think it was like this week's, um, 
like this week, two weekly, if not this week, or not today, it's like probably last Thursday. Mm -hmm. And like they talked about, they had this conversation about font. How incredible the synergy is that you should just have a font meeting and it should come up now. But also, they were like in that game where you used to name categories and have to keep the beat. How many fonts could you do? And that's the game that I referenced last week, the concentration, 64. Oh. And you were like, oh, I can't keep the beat. We are merging. Wow. What is the moon doing? We are merging with Incredible. every podcast I like. Incredible. Love it. All right. I'll relax now. That was only exciting to me. I wasn't even going to bring that up. But like, since we got into the font thing, and I'm in my flop era, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh not news to the listeners, probably, but 10-minute warning. What else we got going on this week? 10-minute warning. Oh, yeah. Well, 12-minute warning. 12-minute warning. Oh, you're keeping me till the, till the bitter end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Nick, this whole, like, the big sitcom moment is going to be that Nick thinks that Jess is going to confront Nick about Cece's crush on him, and Nick is going to think she's talking about Cece wanting a popcorn machine. Now, was the sitcom a Yes. Did I find this funny? Also, yes. Yeah, yeah, very funny. Uh, PK wants to know, popcorn machine in a bar, yay or nay, fondue or fondant? I mean, I would not want to be the person cleaning the bar afterwards. <laughs> you know? Well, Jess is willing to come clean it. That's how good a friend she is. Yeah, no, that is nice. But I, I, to me, it, it, it's just chaos. So there was a bar in college that had free popcorn. We stand. Um... I don't know how in COVID, like, communal bar snacks go anymore. The bar in college used to go to the popcorn machine and get a little bag or a little bowl yourself as opposed to, like, mixed nuts being out. When I go to a bar now and I see, like, I actually went to a very ritzy bar this year with my friend for, like, a special occasion drink. It's, like, at a very expensive hotel in New York. And I was floored that they had, like, mixed nuts for communal grabbing in, in a post-COVID era. Yeah, but I think it, th that sort of thing is pretty much back in some places now. Bar snacks are in their flop era. I do not like communal bar snacks. I can't believe we ever did that. W what do you think about salad bars where people have access to, like, all the food? Are you out on that, too? I mean, even then we were doing a sneeze guard at Charlie Brown's. That doesn't mm -hmm. bother me. Like, a buffet doesn't bother me. Something where people are encouraged to grab with their hands is not. Yeah, hands is bad. I agree. If somebody is grab, if someone is abusing the buffet and being gross and grabbing with their hands, well, I can't control what's happening in every kitchen across America. I'm not going to just eat at home. But if it's a snack designed for people to grab with their hands, that's confusing to me. Yeah, I hear you. What were you talking about? <laughs> um, the television show New Girl. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Coach is occupied drafting an email to May. Did you forget about that? It's been a couple episodes since I have. Coach was drafting. I did an email forget to May. about. Forgot about May. <laughs> that was funny. Mm -hmm. um, Producer Kelly says, "What tips would you give Coach on how to write a seductive email, Font Boy?" She already knows that I'm called Font Boy. No, no, listening? I just naturally <laughs> put that in. Well, I don't want to answer that question. Seductive email. Did you is, like, I'm like a dream house. Is there such a thing? Email's gone the way of the not email going the way. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I'm dead. Um, the young person, you like, there's a young person at work who's like a tech person. And I said, I emailed you. He's like, oh, I don't check email. Like, <laughs> what oh. does he check? Slack? Yeah, Slack only. He's Slack only. That's like, RHAP is Slack only now, and I refuse to download it. So I go through my agent, Brian Cohen. I was told that, but then I think I have to, like, do another – like, I don't think I could, like, have – I would be out of my work slack. I don't know. I, I, I'm not in the RHP slack. If they're, if they're talking, they're talking without me. 
Here's something we have to discuss. Yeah. So Winston in the cover-up to Jess for CeCe's feelings says, like, the person that CeCe has a crush on on the loft is me. And they both burst out laughing. Matt Stewart says, why is Winston being CeCe's type such a joke? Winston being CeCe's type. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think they. I think I could see them together. I thought about it this episode. Don't think it's so crazy. Yeah, I think that didn't work out. Like, I think they wanted just to have to process of elimination, assume that it's Nick, and then, like, get herself into this kind of thing. But I don't think that played. Like, Winston is probably the most likely person in the house that she would have a crush on. They uh, have some sort of fair. friendship. She's already tried coaching C's and Schmidt, and Nick is off limits. So, like, it's laughable that it's laughable that she liked him. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's laughable that you think it's laughable that it's laughable. You taste for texture, not taste, you big dummy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I get called a dummy and an idiot. This episode. When I don't know, no, that's a, I know a quote. That. When I don't know what to say to you, I'm just going to say a quote that I have written in my notes from the show. Okay, good. <laughs> That'll at least move it. Then we at least get more minutes logged of having talked about the show. Yes, perfect. All right. Um, not the most realistic that Jess would like try to facilitate a liaison between or around. You know what someone asked me today? Is a rendezvous always unplanned or can you plan a rendezvous no you could say let's rendezvous at eight o'clock i agree i agree okay if someone says that then they need to go back to like no they, they're wrong you could rendezvous hey so we're gonna i'm gonna go right you're gonna go left and we're gonna rendezvous in the middle you know <laughs> yeah i agree so all right so jess plans a rendezvous for cc and nick um it's sort of like bad friend to me for Jess to think that Cece would even have done this or had these feelings for her ex-boyfriend, but it is it does show how good a friend Jess is, I sure. guess. A bit weird. Yeah. Well, that's Jess. That is Jess. Um, what do you think of uh, Coach's email address, Ernie at whatever it is? I like it. I mean, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think it's, it's probably like not professional honestly but well you got a job at a school so who who are you to say <laughs> it, that's what I, it's true but <laughs> it is funny you see a resume and they're like at aol.com you're like okay that that says a lot have you ever seen like an unprofessional email at gmail yes but not like uh offensive i don't think i mean offensive for sure when we were kids but not recently yeah but like you like somebody has applied for a job with like little rocket at gmail.com Little Rocket, uh, it's possible. <laughs> no, like, what's? Can you give an a, a, not an example because you can't give someone's email, but like, is it is it just like a bunch of numbers and letters, and you're like, that's not the most professional, or is it like, yeah, know, no, it Mets would be like uh, 105. Yeah, that's what it would be. It would be like, uh, you know, I love Dungeons and Dragons too at at gmail .com. That's wild. It's it free to make an free. email address. Free, <laughs> yeah, and email. you could probably change it. You could probably keep all your stuff and just change the email address. All right. If we give, if you learn one thing from this podcast today, it's change your email address. Uh huh. Um, but all right. So they end up. Uh, everything resolves. They get the spider. Fawn Moscato comes in and gets the spider off of Schmidt's face. The sauce is delicious, and they all rejoice. And Ernie's accidental fifteen emails getting sent to May ends up showing that he put in effort, and she agrees to go out with him. And Jess, fellas, email the ladies fifteen times. <laughs> Jess, uh, you know, Cece reveals to Jess that she actually likes Schmidt. And Jess, you know, we get a hand squeeze under the table to suggest that Jess is going to be there for Cece during the difficult time of Schmidt being in love with Fawn. 
Um, I did like the line that Schmidt says to the spider, don't go up the, spite the spout if you can't handle the rain. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, Keeve. I mean, where are we ending off here? Uh, Matt Stewart says, does CeCe and Schmidt happen again? Like, where is this going? That's why, one of the reasons why I'm not super up on this episode. I think the will they, won't they, it feels like 100 times at this point. Let's just get them back together or have them with in real relationships with other people. I also think the fawn thing is so short-lived. Like, you know, I was upset last week about um, uh, Gozinyu leaving town, but th at least that felt like it had real potential. The fawn is not making it to the end game. She's not a final season character, you know? Real? I'm so surprised you think that. Producer Kelly wrote in and said, does Keeve really still not like fawn? One of the worst opinions on record. So I think we need a running segment, fawn do or fawn don't, to just check in with where you stand on fawn. You've well, I'm on fawn don't. Right. But... But what's surprising to me is, like, to me, Fawn is the perfect relationship for Schmidt to be in, right? Like, we saw his most public, like, breakup or, like, Right. Meltdown. She feels like someone who would work at the what's-it-called with, with him, you know? Yeah, sort like— of bully him at work. He, anyway, you know I don't like ZLJ. We've gone over it a million times, but it's got to somewhere—I try and forget about it, but it's got to it's gotta color my things somewhere. I know you have to leave and we'll push who won the episode. We'll push all of our segments. I just want to make this point about Fawn, which is like, to me, she's the perfect match for Schmidt in that his relationships with Elizabeth and Cece crumbled in his hands because he felt like he had all the hand and like the power in the relationship mm -hmm. and he abused it. And yeah. now he's with somebody who's like keeping him in line, who his is his like. I don't want to say intellectual equal. I mean, like, their values are the same. Like, yeah. she's that more Schmidt than they have almost none other than themselves. Yeah, she's more Schmidt than he is. It's like, it's like the equivalent of Nick and, uh, I forget, um, trans granddaughter. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's, like, finally a woman that kind of makes sense for him to be. This is exactly who I would think he would be. So That's I wouldn't fair. bet against her making love. No, I don't think they're a bad match. I just, I, I'm not, a, I, I don't think she's here for, you know, past the end of season four. All right, let's do the who won the episode, and we won't plug. We'll just do next. We'll just go. Mm -hmm. Who won? Um, hmm. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll read. Lance says, coach, able to get a date with May. Some of the funniest one-liners. Matt Search says, Schmidt. CeCe's in love with him. Fawn's in love with him. The sauce worked out. The spider's dead. Producer Kelly says, Jess. Funny as she's been in many episodes. Sacrifice their happiness for CeCe. Honorable mention to Winston. Yeah, so I'm with it's Schmidt. A, open field. Yeah, it is. This is one of the more open episodes in a long time. I'm with Schmidt. I think he's got two women fighting over him. Uh, one is his maybe like uh, soulmate. The other one is more of uh, a perfect match. So what could be what could be wrong? And you're right. The spider's dead. He's got to be happy. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you afraid of spiders, by the way? I, under a certain size, I'm fine. I don't prefer okay, them, but I'm fine. Okay. Um. All right. New Girl next week, season four, episode 18, Walk of Shame, Keeve. What's it about? Who's doing the Walk of Shame? I don't know. I'm going to say, is it related to May? All right. We'll see if it's related to May. Maybe. Eh? Maybe. Uh, follow right. Keeve at Keeve26. Follow me at Last Tweets. We'll link to all of our podcasts there. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. See you, I don't wanna be ya. My pate my dad, my pate my dad, my pate my dad.